Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. the online tool everyone's been waiting for. It could be said that unprecedented times call for unprecedented, unprecedented measures. Unfortunately for many, the unprecedented measures have been limited to fill your garage with toilet paper. But there's a new website that will help you make that stash, however big it is, last as long as possible. It's a simple calculator at the website howmuchtoiletpaper.com allowing you to put in the number of rolls you have remaining, the number of times every day you go to the bathroom, the average number of sheets you use per wipe, the number of times you wipe per trip, the number of sheets on a roll, and the length of your quarantine. It will then tell you how many days your toilet paper supply will last, and compare that to the number, uh, well, the day the quarantine ends, when you can go get more. That's a lot of work, Cliff, <laughs> just to figure that out. It's just got sliders. You I mean, it's not really like... But does anybody, anybody know <laughs> yeah. how many sheets they use? I mean, has anybody counted? Do well, you count? I'm, I'm usually busy doing other things right about that time. <laughs> and now that you've put that in my head, yep. I'm going to feel like... <laughs> Next time you go, you're going to be like, okay, that's three, four, okay, three, four, two... Yeah, okay, so that, and then you're going to forget what the first number is, and you have to add it all together, and you won't know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and anytime there's a panic, or anytime there's a little fear, Cliff, yeah. there's always those folks that want to take advantage of you. And there are a bunch of e-commerce sites that are popping up all over the place selling yeah. products that they're saying will kill the <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> now look, before you fall for yeah. something like that... Yeah. If you're not sure, consult an expert okay. before you send any money in for the virus chopomatic <laughs> no, by Ronco. No. The virus chopomatic. Yes, it's a Ronco's fake. virus chopomatic. Yes, it doesn't work on anything <laughs> except takes money out of your bank account. Yes. We did something that's been said before, but it bears repeating, given the situation that we're now all in, and while not related directly to the coronavirus, the problem in the problem in Redding, California, was caused by people's reaction to the pandemic. That reaction, of course, is the aforementioned fill your garage with toilet paper move, something that leaves other people with none. And the folks at the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast want you, the people with all the toilet paper, to know that those who have none still have to poop, and they will find anything and everything to wipe their backsides when they're done. That's why sewage workers in Reading had to disassemble a large pumping station yesterday because it had become clogged. Clogged with strips of t-shirt material someone had cut up in an effort to maintain hygiene during the quarantine. So, just because it goes down when you flush doesn't mean it should be flushed. Of course, we already know one listener who has his own bidet... Although the mental image of him straddling it warm and enjoying a warm spray is probably something that we don't want. But as we said earlier, desperate times call for desperate measures, and it'll soon be time for those super soaker water guns to hit the shelves. And if you can't get toilet paper, perhaps we could use one of those 
as a temporary bidet to wash your backside. Or a garden hose. That works too. You could stick it underneath the seat. Yep. You know, kind of pointer her up and... <laughs> if I was more limber... Yeah. I would be like a dog out on the grass. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, oh. <laughs> once I get in that position... You can't get up. <laughs> or I fall backwards and that defeats the oh, whole thing. Oh, that's a bigger mess. Yeah. Than, yeah. I read this morning, Cliff, that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, their induction ceremonies have been rescheduled. They've postponed them. They're going to throw them all the way to November the 7th. And I bet that's, that's a, a tough choice. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yes. That would be a tough choice. No, I totally understand that. I mean, they either do it when they were going to do it. And risk infecting everyone. Exactly. Or wait and take the chance that some of the inductees will be dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say it a little less harsh than that, but yeah, that's, a, that's kind of the point there, Cliff. Yeah. 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 Yep. Well, if this is your second day of being at home because you've been, you know, because pretty the, well ordered to do the, that. The uh, government-ordered uh, stay-at-home rule? Yes. Yeah. I want to remind you, mm-hmm. don't forget your daily bath. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't get so lazy <laughs> that it's like, well, <laughs> who cares anyway? It's easy to do. I know. Right. You're sitting there watching TV. Yeah. Hopefully a little bit of radio while you're there at home, too. That's yes. that's our hope, anyway. Well, Fingers you, crossed. Yeah. And we want you to remember to do that bath because it's good for your health. Oh, it a, is. So. A hot bath I read this morning, Cliff, yeah. on a daily basis, and I'm emphasizing daily here to everyone, Yeah. reduces your risk of having a heart attack or a stroke. Really? That's right. A good wow. hot bath. I had no idea. Yes. Now, for me, really, it's, I'm not that worried so much about your heart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about other things, if you catch my drift. Oh, you mean you're worried about people stinking yes. and you having to smell it. Yes. <laughs> but I agree. There's a, there's a natural tendency for people to be, uh, if, you're, if you're quarantining yourself voluntarily or whatever, staying home, not going anywhere, not doing anything, to do less. I wonder who like the who's the laziest quarantiner around. The person that hasn't hardly moved since <laughs> they've been. Right. They at come home. home, yeah, and I'm like, I'm just going to sit here until this is over with. Well, if you think you can win, yeah, <laughs> shoot us a text message. <laughs> well, Pillsbury just announced yes that all of their cookie dough by the end of summer will be safe to eat. You mean the uh, like when you buy it in the uh, refrigerated section? Yes. You can eat that. And by the end of summer. They're rolling it out right oh, okay. now. they got a new okay. process. They say yeah. it'll be totally safe. Right now, yeah. when you've got the raw cookie dough in front of you, you have to make that decision to not eat it <laughs> or to eat it or and to take the chance. Take of the possibility of, you know. Salmonella. Yeah. And there's labeling on the package now that says, do not consume raw cookie dough. I wonder how they'll... Um, Package the edible <laughs> stuff, Cliff. So once it's uh, safe to consume, yes, they'll probably change the package around so it says "eat me" <laughs> with an exclamation mark on yeah, the end. Of maybe it. two or three, so yeah. that you can be really excited about it. Well, I am. I'm excited <laughs> about it now, and I haven't got my hands on it yet. So let me get this straight, Cliff. <laughs> yeah, Pillsbury cookie dough. Yeah, now safe to eat. Take that, romaine lettuce, and all of you salad people. That's exactly right. Who wants a salad 
when you can have raw cookie dough. And it's going to be safe once you see the label that says, Eat me. There you go. <laughs> Meat officials in South Carolina have escalated measures to keep the coronavirus from spreading in that state. Governor Henry McMaster Monday issued an order prohibiting gatherings of more than three people although the rule doesn't apply in grocery stores and certain other businesses. The move came after officials reported large crowds of people gathered on South Carolina beaches over the weekend on sandbars and in parking lots. The executive order gives law enforcement the authority to break up the groups, ordering people to disperse for public safety. The order means now that in South Carolina you can't get together with your wife, sister, and cousin, unless, of course, they're all the same person. Shame on you, Cliff. <laughs> Not where I thought that was going at all. Oh, a twist. <laughs> a twist, yes. It's 8.35 on the Morning Road Show, and after a few uh, telephone issues, Cliff, I think we've got everything yeah. ready to go. We're going to introduce to you the public health nurse here in Gibson County, Diane Hornby. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. Now, you're doing okay, I guess. Everything's fine there? Yep. Okay. We're doing good. Good. All right. Well, Diane... We're uh, kind of curious. We're wanting to know, and I know you will know, what should we do, all of us, to protect ourselves and to protect others from the coronavirus going around? The most important thing people can do is stay away from high traffic areas. We're telling everybody, stay home, stay well. We know that the COVID-19 is in our community, and so every time you go out to, say, get groceries, get gas, go to a convenience store, you're exposing yourself to other people, and that could possibly cause you to get that virus. So we strongly encourage you to stay home and only go out for emergency situations. Um, we we re- uh, encourage you to go out no more than one time a week to the grocery store or to get your supplies for the week. Otherwise, stay home. Now, Diane, do you uh, have any take on whether people are actually doing that here in the community? Have you heard I think anything? That they, I, I think that they are starting to stay home more. Um, over the last week, we see that improving. Um, the other thing that we encourage people to do, definitely, if you are sick, if you're running a temperature over 100.4, if you have a cough and congestion, then we encourage you to stay home, contact your doctor per phone, and then they will give you the recommendations of what to do. But if people are sick, do not go out into the community. And that just makes common sense right there. I, th- I think as, as each case transpires here in Gibson County, like we're up to three cases now of the coronavirus, people get a little bit more anxious and a little bit more looking toward what's going on. Does it surprise you at all in your position that the virus is here in Gibson County and the surrounding areas? No, it does not. We have a lot of businesses that bring people in that have been traveling, you know, for their work. And anytime someone travels, they're exposed to all kinds of things while they're going through airports. Again, your high traffic areas. If there's a if somebody that had been there and coughed and sneezed on a surface and then you touch that surface and then touch your face, you can get the virus. So that is why we strongly encourage people again, you know, wash your hands frequently. Don't go to these high traffic areas. 
so that the, the answer to your question is we have so many people traveling before this quarantine kind of went in place that it does not surprise me that we have it in our area. And I know this is kind of putting you on the spot, but let's say a week from now, there's 100 to 120 cases in Gibson County. That would surprise you? Well, the more testing they do, the more cases we're going to have. And we're increasing our testing. You know, all, every day we're doing more and more tests, and we're getting the results back from those tests. I, I can't say, I can't give you a number that I would be surprised with. We know it's going to go up. So if you, you look at the numbers going up throughout the country, it's jumping by those amounts. Right. So if so it goes up... If, if it goes up, Diane, from three to five, there's no need for us to get panicked here in this area. Is that what you're saying? Yes. We're, it is going to go up because we're testing now. And if I think I have this, and Cliff had a little bit on the news, in case somebody listening missed it on the news, let's say I wake up and I have all of these things that you're talking about. I've got the cough. I've got the fever. I'm feeling terrible, you know, achy. What's my first thing that I should do? As a person who's sick, what should I do first? And take me through that, which, if you would. Okay. We would want you to isolate yourself from other people in your family. Say, like, if you're living um, in a house with your wife and kids, and you could stay in your bedroom with your own bathroom, stay in there, have one person be bringing your food or your supplies, whatever you need, drop it at the door, but have no contact with the rest of the family. And obviously, we encourage you to call your employer and let them know that you have symptoms. I'm sure they will not want you to come into work while you're sick. Right. And i got another question, Diane. Maybe you know this, maybe you don't. A lot of people, you know, are uh, a little leery of the chemical um, disinfectants, and they want to go with the all-natural. Have you heard anything, if that works just as well as the chemical on this uh, virus? Um, if you go to the cdc.gov, there are lists of different agents that will kill this virus. And so they are trying to stay on top of what is, is working and what isn't. So I would just follow the cdc.gov and go to the cleaners or disinfectants for COVID-19. Well, we're talking with Diane Hornby. She's the public health nurse right here in Gibson County. She's working at the Gibson County Health Department. And Diane, before I let you go... I haven't heard much about it because we're all worried about the uh, coronavirus going around, but is the seasonal flu still in our area? Yes, we are still seeing the flu, and uh, we also still have flu vaccines. However, right now, the health department is not given immunizations for the next two weeks because we're encouraging everyone to stay home, but we still have flu vaccine available, so when this home isolation lifts a little bit if people want to get a flu shot they can contact the health department well diane before i let you go is there any um any research anything that you've seen that if you've had the flu shot earlier like in the fall that there's any protection for you from this virus going around when we've been on conference calls with the state department of health which has spoke with the cdc they do not have the answer for that okay well, we'll cross our fingers and hope that works and tell everybody to stay away from each other. Isn't that right? That's right. We're saying stay home and stay well. All right. Well, Diane, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Hopefully you've calmed things down a little bit in the uh, tri-state area, okay? Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
Bye-bye. Well, I learned a little bit there myself. Well, that was, that was kind of the goal. <laughs> Which is unusual for this program. That's exactly right. <laughs> to, I mean, every once in a while, on a rare occasion, we do something educational. We learned something today. Yeah. All right. We're going to the phone line. Let's see who we have. Yes, Rob. Okay, so you know what's at stake here, right? I actually just heard you got on and heard you say call in, so I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. okay, so there's no prize. Only, okay. only punishment. Sweet. <laughs> oh, yes, sweet. And the way we're going to do this yeah. is that an online company surveyed 100 people, and we need you to pick the worst of two different situations, and we need you to pick it right two out of three times. Can you do that? Yeah. Okay. All right. Now so if, if you do it correctly, all is well and good. But if you don't get two out of three, we're going to play a song nobody likes, and it's all your fault. You'll be okay. bl- you'll be blamed far and wide from one end of the listening area to the other. Okay. Here we go. Okay. you got to pick the worst between these two scenarios, according to 100 people surveyed, all right? Okay. Your mother likes to dress like a man, or your father likes to dress like a woman. Which one's the worst, Jess? Um, I'm going to go with mother dressed like a man. That's incorrect. Oh, no. <laughs> so now you have to get yeah. the next two right, or we're playing hanky-panky. Oh, yeah, so the uh, survey people surveyed thought it would be worse if their dad dressed like a woman. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jess, here's your second one. Your front teeth fell out overnight, or your front teeth turned brown overnight? Which one's the worse? Front teeth fell out. <sighs> That's correct. Now we're one and one. Here's for the money. Okay, make or break. Overcooked beef or undercooked chicken? Which one is the worst, Jess? Undercooked chicken. Boom, we well are done. saved. You did a great job. Thank you for not playing or make us play hanky-panky, okay? You're welcome. You're welcome. See you, Jess. You have a great day. Be safe out there. You too. And keep your distance. Remember that. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> when he missed the first one, I thought, I thought we're dancing. We're, we're totally playing that, and we're dancing. My favorite part of that was that? when we told him there was going to be punishment, and he went, yeah. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way we roll here on the Morning Road Show. I just read just moments ago, Cliff, that smokers have a one and a half times greater rate of getting injured if they're trying to exercise. <laughs> so if you're if you're a smoker and you're exercising... The probability is that one and a half times greater that you're going to be injured. Yes. Well, clearly there's two solutions to this problem. Okay. You can either stop smoking. Well, yeah. Or you can stop exercising. <laughs> or there could be a third way. Well, there's a third option. Yeah, I think so. And what's that? If you're a smoker, yeah. quit trying to put the butt out while you're jogging. <laughs> that's how you pull a hamstring. That'll do it. Yes, yeah. that's a hamstring yeah. puller right there. And it's time now. For the giddy, take it to the bank this morning. Oh, I'm excited about this one, Cliff. Okay. We've had listeners texting in trying to guess what this is. Yeah. They're not even close. One listener, Matt, who, with the number of children that he has, will be going to Disney World until he's like 86. He doesn't know these either. (laughs) Oh, I'm ready. Although, clearly he's been on that behind-the-scenes tour. Yes. Because the thing that he mentioned, they actually show you, from what I hear. That's what I hear, too, Cliff. So. All right, here it is. Okay. Disney World in Florida yeah. is legally authorized to build and operate its own nuclear power plant. Wow. Yeah. No idea. The 
I had no idea. Odds of actually doing this, yeah. as you can guess, are pretty low. But they can legally do it, yeah. and they have the permission to do it if they so desire. So a few years from now, or decades yeah. from now, if you yeah. happen to travel down to Disney World. Well, and as a matter of fact, in 1967, the Florida legislature passed a law allowing Disney World to construct and operate their own nuclear power plant. They probably won't brag about it if they ever do. It won't yeah. be in the big news. It'll be probably, you know, behind-the-scenes uh, kind of, kind of thing. Us. Yeah, you're right. You'll know when you yeah. go to visit, and Mickey has five fingers and three ears. Three year, that, yeah, that the uh, uranium is fully operational. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were <laughs> going to say something else there. <laughs> what do you think I was going to well, say? Well, I just... <laughs> anything that starts with you <laughs> makes me nervous with you. <laughs> Oh, he's going to pee green. Yeah. (laughs) It's blowing in the dark. Don't take that to the bank, though. Don't. Well, if you're needing facts and figures and information about testing for the COVID-19 virus going around, it's right there on our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning. That's right. I have uh, published the uh, press release issued by Gibson General Hospital officials on how to seek out um, a, a, a test order the number to call, what symptoms you have to have, and then they'll schedule you with the test and whatnot. And so it's we, all on our Facebook page. And as we heard earlier this morning from the Gibson County Health Nurse, yes, the uh, virus being here in the community yeah. is nothing that's surprising to anyone in the medical field. And the numbers will probably go up. Let's keep calm. That's right. Let's stay keep calm, calm and uh, stay well. And, so. and stay away. <laughs> that's right. Anyone? Anything said today? Anything said today? Well, there were a few things. Number three, when we said there was going to be punishment, he said, sweet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Number two, I'm excited, and I don't even have my hands on it yet. (laughs) What's number one? Number one, as said by our uh, public health nurse, Diane Hornsby, stay home and stay well. Or as Cliff would say, get back. (laughs) If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.